All right, welcome back to the boys at 161st Street, episode 118. Four games in in, uh, Cleveland, one game in Baltimore. And it feels like to me, you know, one or two steps forward and one step back because tonight sucked. I I mean, everything that we built over the past couple days just, I feel like, was just thrown away because. Not only was it one bad game, and I don't want to overreact to one bad game, but it was one bad game against the Orioles, and, and it didn't end in a great way, you know, with the replay thing, and, you know, we'll get into that a little bit more, but you never want to make the first, the last out at third base. That sucked. Just the bats didn't look alive until they did, and then that's kind of been the whole season. I don't know. How you guys doing? You know, ups and downs. No ups. I think I think the... The uh, one step forward, two steps back is a good little uh, ideation of where we're at right now. I agree. You just need uh, Derek Jeter to come off the DL since apparently it's fucking 2014 and Matt Harvey is throwing <laughs> six one-hit innings against the Yankees or however many. I mean, tonight was just ridiculous. I was personally watching it. I was coming back to to my mom's house tonight because I got a softball game tomorrow. Got to Got to be close. But, uh, I mean, I was listening to it for the first half of the game. Nothing could get going. I mean, there was a point where Matt Harvey was actually one-hitting us. or the, Glaber was the first walk in how long? In how, first guy to reach base in forever. It's just not a good look. We're not going to go through the details of tonight's game. But it's just, it's just not. Tonight sucked. Tonight sucked. And then it was capped off by that shitty, shitty play. Like, that was horrible. How do you say we're not going to go through the details of tonight? That's been... Go the synopsis the details, of the it's I mean that's just like a snapshot of the whole season. This isn't news. Like we had two games where we scored runs against the Indians, and that's about it. Like recently. I mean, this is just how every game's been going outside of those two, and those were just I don't know. I don't know. It's frustrating. There was I mean, the wins in Cleveland getting three out of four was good, but at the end of the day, it's not like we were playing lights out baseball. I mean, you could see the cracks. This wasn't like a shock to me that we just lost and weren't able to put up runs. No, not at all. And then you look at everything that was starting to go right for the Yankees. Like Glaber had, I think, five or six hits in the last two days. And that's amazing because he's one of the bigger struggles on the team. And then you look at other things, too. Like Kev said this before in our group chat, that when he sees Odor and other guys do well, he almost gets a little bit mad. And I kind of understand what he means by that. He doesn't actually get mad because the Yankees are doing well, but he gets mad that it's not the bigger guys. And those are clearly going to be the guys that win us playoff games. So you want to see those guys doing a little bit better than, you know, I want the whole Yankees to do well, but I see what he was getting at with with that. So, I mean, I like seeing Glaber do well. Glaber has been looking the worst, and he's kind of looked a lot better. I mean, tonight, I know he had a walk. What was his stat line tonight? He was 0 for 2 with two walks. Two walks yeah. is fine. I don't care if you're over for two tonight. If you're getting on base, it's not something that is coming, you know, a dime a dozen right now for the Yankees. So I'm happy with that. There have been some other guys in the team that aren't doing so well. But, you know, one thing I wanted to bring up about tonight that I feel like I noticed a couple of games ago, but, you know, it's it's a conversation we've had before, the Gary Higgy thing, personal catcher thing. 
I think we're not going to get into the whole conversation about personal catcher right now, but I think we want to put a cherry on top, put a bow on it, because I think we've realized, and this isn't like groundbreaking stuff, what their roles are going to be going forward for the rest of the year. So I was talking to Damon and I thought out loud and, you know, we've had this conversation before where we've decided, hey, do you want the personal catcher? Do you not? What do you think about all this? And I was just, I I was kind of in between. I hated, actually, I wasn't in between. I did not like the personal catcher whatsoever. And now I think I've come to terms with what they're going, what they're looking like they're going to do. It's probably going to be like a 60-40 Gary behind the dish and Higgy behind the dish split, 60 for Gary. And I think I'm okay with that because, you know, obviously as long as Higgy is even remotely close to the production level offensively, and that's, you know, a tall ask. I'm not asking him to have a 272 WRC plus, but, and I think he can relatively stay as an above average offensive hitter, at least in this lineup, and to make this work. So if he plays 40% of the time, that means a little bit, obviously, you know, more than just personal catching. He's going to do a little bit more than that. And it seems like he's doing that. I'm cool with that because that also keeps Gary a lot more healthy and, you know, he needs his rest. So, it's not even about getting down to that to the playoffs because we're not even talking about that right now. This team looks like it sucks. So playoffs or not, whatever. I think it's what's best for the team to just win games because it'll keep Gary healthy all year, hopefully, knock on wood. But I think this is the best yeah. formula for just wins in general too because it keeps Gary, you know, getting active reps and never getting those you know, start and stops where it's a month off, a month on, two months off, you know. I think it keeps everybody as healthy as possible. Higgy's an elite defender. Everything about it, I love that. I feel like we're putting a bow on that whole conversation because that's what they're going to do, and I think I've come to terms with it. What do you, what do you guys think? Yeah, I feel like it's funny because I was thinking about this earlier. Like The catcher position, I feel like in the offseason, was one of the bigger topics that we talked about. and We kept going, we kept going back and forth, like what's Higgy's role going to be? We thought Higgy was going to start be like the solidified starter. And then Gary comes out, he hits two home runs in the first whatever games. And then we're all bleeders of Gary again. And then Higgy's also doing well. And all, all this other stuff happens. And I feel like now we're at a point where the catcher position, I feel like is the most solidified rotation, in my opinion, between players. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm the most confident and, and most to terms with, what we're doing at catcher right now than pretty much any other position. Cause I feel like I'm, I'm really, I'm, I like the personal catcher. Garrett Cole seems to be doing well. Higgy's an elite defender and he's hitting the crap by the ball. Gary showed signs of life in the beginning and then kind of fell off. You know, I don't want to get, go into too much detail about Gary cause he's, I don't want to know, but I feel like I'm happy of what, what they're doing right now. I think Gary still needs his reps, but I also feel like, Higgy is doing exactly what we want him to do, plus more. Yeah, I think it's a good formula going forward. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not calling for anybody's job over the other yet. I'm just saying it's kind of something worth noting. <clears throat> I mean, I don't know how credible the guy is on Twitter. So, but even beyond that, you know, how much longer is Gary's leash? It's been year, like multiple years now. I mean, I and like I said, I'm not calling for his job. I'm like, yeah, he should be fucking kicked off the team tomorrow, released, whatever. I'm just saying. I'm curious to see going forward what that leash is like. Last year, it was about 40 games before Higgy took over full-time, damn near. 
I'm interested to see what that leash is like in a full 162 because so far outside of the first series, I, they show the stat every time he's up there because it just keeps dropping and dropping and dropping. He's like three for his last like 40 with yeah, him like 25 Ks. Well, I, I agree. Yep. I'm just I'm just saying I'm curious to see because this isn't a new issue for him. That's why I'm, I'm curious to see what that leash is like this year. I think one of the only people that have actually consistently played good baseball is Gio. I mean, unless I'm mistaken, there's, it seems like he's the only one who was actually day in, day out. Like even one of the people who seemingly were doing well all the time is now judge and judge isn't playing his best baseball right now. His batting average has been dropping like crazy. Obviously it's still early, but you know, he makes that play at third base, which leaves a sour taste in my mouth. But we were talking about his batting average, just consistently dropping. He was batting like 290. And now you look, and I think he's batting in the 220s. I I haven't checked recently, but I don't know. It it seems to me that Gio is the only one who's playing well right now. So you can't really point the finger at just Gary. You know, I don't know. Go ahead, Damon. No, I was just going to say, that's why I feel like the the catcher position is, like, I'm really cool with what they're doing right now with it. And that's a lot to say. I feel like we've had debates and we will get into more debates later in this podcast about other position battles and what's going on and kind of going back and forth a couple of different people. And that that's all, you know, that's all for a different conversation. But I feel like for the catcher position, what they're doing right now actually makes sense, which is surprising, in my opinion. Like the personal catcher has been working and that there's no denying that. Right. It's working better for Cole and it's working better for Higgy, too. Like Hickey hits better for some reason when Cole's in the mound. There's probably not a lot of signs to that. It's probably just a big coincidence, but whatever. And if it's not broke, don't fix it. And if if Cole's doing better, if Hickey's doing better, and if it allows Gary to continue to be in the lineup and figure it out with the rest of the guys in the team, then I'm completely fine with what they're doing right now with regards to that position. Yeah. So I, you I, were I, talking about Geo. And he's, he's done fine and whatever. And I'm not, I really am not trying to be a Debbie downer, but it's just telling that he's our guy that we're like, yeah, he's so hot. Like this is the only guy that can hit. He's still hitting 264. He's got three home runs. He's not, but it's not like, oh yeah, everybody's struggling outside of Bryce Harper. Like he's our top, he's the only one hitting the ball. I put quotes around it and that's, that's kind of what he's doing. Like that's not good. That's not good. That's not geo standards. No, you know who I'm shocked? I mean, speaking of standards, I'm, DJ is not on a good stretch either. And that, I mean, listen, I'm, we're, this isn't going to be the podcast where we just say, oh, so-and-so is not doing doing well, so-and-so is not doing well, because we'll be here all day. But I'm just the most shocked about that, and I, I'm not worried about it because it is DJ. But, you know, when he's doing bad, you know it's not a good time in Yankee land because he's like two for his yeah. last like 20-something or whatever it is. I'm just not happy about that. Let's get into a little bit more of the, you know, I don't want to say elephant in the room, but this is a a position that has been a topic of conversation before the season, and we thought we figured it out, left field, this is, because obviously there's nothing to worry about with DJ. There's nothing to worry about. You know, Judge is going to be out there in right field. A lot of these guys have their positions. Gio has their position. We've just figured out catcher going forward. And the left field situation is something that I'm very, very confused about because and it's been I've been confused about it because it's gone, you know, Clint is the starter to now Clint's playing like shit 
to Clint makes a diving fucking catch and he's apparently a good defender and not a good hitter. And like, what's going on with him? And then Gardner, Gardner comes in and he's hitting well. And then now he's not. And now he's hitting horribly just like Clint is. And it's just like, there is virtually zero production coming out of the left field spot. I know I kind of took those words right out of your mouth, Chandler, but it's a little bit ridiculous that there's literally no production coming out of a position where we thought was going to get so much production and now we're just trying to, we said it last episode, we're almost piecemealing together people in the outfield to get, you know, just fielding, you know? Ready for some news? Yeah. David Garcia optioned to That's the alternate not, That site. wasn't shocking at all. Well, I'm just telling you. It happened as we're here. Breaking news. I mean, it's not breaking, but it's just breaking news. <laughs> as we're here. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Fine. They're just re- regard. Look at it on Twitter. Don't hear from it from me. Yeah, we were literally talking about that before the game even started. We were like, he's going to get optioned after the game. No, I mean, I know. It just it, it sucks. Well, that kind of gets into, I mean, it detracts from left field. We'll get into that later. But left field, what I was telling you guys before is that something I wouldn't hate to see since you're going to rotate him anyway, and clearly nobody has a starting job. Why not give Andahar a shot? He just got reinstated. Let him get his feet wet again. He... I mean, maybe that's the spark you need. Nothing else is working. Gardner's not the spark. Clint's not the spark. Let hit, let the guy who, in my opinion, was the 2018 Rookie of the Year come in and fucking, I mean, he's what you need. He's not a home run or bus guy. He's a gap-to-gap guy. I mean, mm, why because- not Why not give him a shot? It doesn't, what, yeah. are, you lo- what are you losing? Or, oh, shit, we're not going to hit. Oh, defense. that's true. Our defense has been lights out, so. Well, no, Chandler, no, no. Like, I'm saying that's why it, I don't want. I want a. I want to improve defense, not make it potentially worse. Because at the very least, at this point, it doesn't make a difference. It does absolutely make a difference when if you we, score one run a game. You can't hit and you can't field. If you give up six or if you give up five, dude. If you can't hit and you can't field, we're not going to win any games whatsoever. So, that, so we're it does exactly make where a we are difference. right now. We're Chandler, exactly where we are right now. Chandler, there's, there's, first of all. There is proof that he's not he's not a good left fielder. They've tried to put him out he's there. He's not a left fielder, not he's, a good left fielder. He just doesn't do it. It's like Jay Bruce at first. Yeah, he's played in the Dominican League that? and is still bad at a left field. And he also has not proven anything related to offense since 2018. He hasn't been healthy. Exactly my point. Like, there's no nobody proving. else on this team's been healthy, and they all get a shot. I'm not saying to throw them out there and just give them the leash that you give Brett Gardner or Clint, but why not try them out there for a game or two here and there? In my opinion, the minute that. the minute no, they haven't. Not since he was healthy. The minute that he gets his reps and he's healthy, I think he should be on that team and at least give spot starts because you never know with a bat like that. He's not like. Who gives a fuck if he gives up a run when you're scoring one a game? Dude, That's listen, what I'm saying. I, I want, the difference I want that between bat. losing I want that five bat. to one and losing six to one is absolutely nothing to me. Yeah, but I don't want to lose. At this point, I don't want to lose don't... games anymore. Well, we're losing anyway. I'd rather. I'm I'd rather. I'm personally, if we were talking left field, I do not want Andujar out there. I'd rather keep riding with Clint because I think he'll. If he swings the fucking bat. He's a good hitter. We know that. So if he swings the he's bat, not, I, have, no. I have the most confidence that Clint Frazier will eventually turn it around offensively. And he's playing so well defensively right now, at least. Like, he looks good. He looks like a very good of- player, and he's a confident player. That catch out there, we've said it before, it'll make him keep getting better, keep getting better, keep building off of it. I think Clint Frazier needs to be in the outfield some more. Otherwise, what are we doing with him? 
If we're going to, if we, he might as well not be on this team if that's the case. Because if we yep. keep doing that option thing, not even option thing, just benching thing, I mean, it was something wild that we were talking about before, and it's just a testament to how much Clint has been sent up and sent down, is that I was talking to Damon, and I said, you know, Rufnet Odor is seven months older than Clint Frazier, and that that's because Odor came up when he was 20, and Clint Frazier has been to and from Scranton, Pennsylvania since he was fucking 20, but he just been kept down and Odor came right into the league, but they're like the same age. So it's just wild. And it's a testament to how much Clint has been literally just kept down and it's, it's fucked up. And I want to see it. I know he hasn't been playing unbelievably on offense, but if you name the kid, the starter, we've said it before, keep him out there. And Chandler, you're acting like fucking Boone now. That's not what I said. You're trying dude, to get did you listen to a word Miggy I said? to be in left field. If anything, Miggy put, put Miggy at a DH or something. I want did the you? bat in the lineup. I love Miggy. I loved his bat. I think he was the rookie of the year, but we, that is not the place to find him. Did you listen to a word I said? Every I said, word if you're you said. Didn't I said like if you're going to do it anyway. Like, that's not like this is news. I'm not like, oh, well, you know, Clint's playing every day anyway. Well, let's see if we mix it up like that. It's like in every... Two or three days, they're switching it up anyway. Then why, if you're gonna do it every way, anyway, and nobody can get any sort of fucking rhythm going, why not? That could be one thing that it, th- this team desperately needs something, anything. Nobody so looks good. If we're benching Clint anyway, exactly. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying bench Clint for him. I'm saying we're already fucking doing it. So why not try because- something new? Because that's not that's not the lineup that's going to be taking us towards the end of the year. Neither is anything we're putting out there right now. Yes, it clearly. is. But you're 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 looking. You're taking the sample size from still an early season, and the entire team isn't doing well. But there's All no right? rhyme or reason behind the lineup. They're switching it every single day. You can't tell me that one lineup is the final lineup over the other because they change it every day. Right, right. That's right. what I'm saying. I'm aware of that. But listen, like. The lineup that is the lineup right now, like the lineup that they're, they've been putting out the last couple of games, that to me has been the best lineup that we can produce, and that's all I ask for. All all I ask for when I when I you know open my phone up a couple hours before the game, all I want to see is the best lineup that I could possibly imagine to be out there. And when I look at that lineup, I do not see Duhar in left field. I'm not try and discredit him in any way i think he was in an amazing hitter i don't know what he can do right now we we haven't seen him do anything since 2018 that's no discredit to him he's been hurt and then he kind of had no real role in the team but right now i i think clinton frazier has the biggest upside in terms of long-term season potential for this team and i think that if we want to reach that potential, if we want to, if we want to reach to uh, a point where we see Clint Frazier at his best, then the best opportunity for us to have that is to have him keep playing. Not even, I've never, not even at his best. No, hold on. I've second. never not even, even at his best. That. At his best would be one thing. Have him be on this team is another thing because it, we're getting to a point where you keep going up and down and up and down. He's fucking twenty seven. The guy is a major leaguer. Keep him in the major leagues. Keep him starting. Clearly, Guardy has, you know, he plays good defense, and he'll get his reps elsewhere. I'm not saying Guardy gone, but nor is is Clint playing astronomically well, but I just think you need to have him out there because clearly he's your guy going forward. And if he's not, then just shut it down already because I don't know what this whole thing has been between this 
it's almost an experiment at this point and when it shouldn't be. I'm not even saying that he's necessarily the left fielder. I'm just saying you need to find a way to work a bat like that into the lineup when you can't do anything right offensively. You, I mean, this team is damn near as bad as it's been in, in recent memory. It, not damn near. It is the worst it's been in recent memory. You need something like that. You need a guy like that, or at least to give him a shot. I'm not saying he's your everyday left fielder. I'm saying you work his bat into the lineup and you figure it out because they're already rotating the players every single day. You got Talkman one day, Gardner one day, Frazier one day. I mean, fuck, next thing I know, they're going to put Odor in the outfield. It's it, The outfield is a rotating door of players. Why not throw him in that rotating door if you're doing it anyway when you need something like that? I just because I just don't think that it 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 almost causes more harm putting him in left field than it does value. Now, if we were and we didn't have Odor, maybe he was worse. And for some, I'm just doing a fucking you know blabbling on about a scenario. But if he played third, Geo played short, and then Glaber to second, and DJ to first for a couple games, I would understand that because Andujar has played third and he's better at third base than he is at fucking left field. <laughs> not by that, that I would, that I would understand. But the fact is he's, he's a liability in left field. And if we're trying to, you know, you talk about when you runs, but we also need to not give up runs. And I, I would not feel good having him in left field right now. That would just bring the entire morale of the team down. Morale? I don't, know. I don't think it brings the morale down. I think it brings the morale, think it yeah, brings the morale we were, up. Because we morale would can't suck. Go much, yeah, morale can't go much, yeah, much lower than this. You so act like he can't catch a fly ball. He can play routine left field. He's not going to give you a gold glove. Like Realistically, right, he may cost this. you one run a game every few games. That's okay. all I'm saying. Well, yeah. I, I just don't want to get worse. I want to get better on defense. If we can't get the bats going in any way, shape, or form, then at least the least we can do is be consistent on defense, and that's fine to me because yeah. it's also that we haven't had going at all for us. So one last thing about Clint, he's he's also I know he hasn't been hitting the ball that well, but he does have eight walks in the last six games. He's beginning on he's beginning on base. I mean, it's easy to walk when you don't swing. So yeah, but it's better than other people. I guess so. Let's talk about the Debbie situation because Debbie comes in today. And he goes four innings pitch, three hits, two runs, three walks, four Ks, and 65 pitches. Yes, Network just conveniently put that stat line right in front of me, so it was nice. But, <laughs> I mean, you guys were saying that he should have gotten pulled. I think he shouldn't have gotten pulled. In mean, four innings pitch, 65 pitches. He only gave up three hits. He did have three walks. But, I mean, personally, to me, I don't care what you're well, – I mean, what you guys are talking about with the situation and all that. And he was kind of getting roughed up, which he really wasn't to give up two runs. I mean, I, I want to see more out of Debbie Garcia because now he's getting sent down. So, And we knew he was going to get sent down anyway, so anybody thinking that he got sent down because of tonight's performance is just wrong. I don't even think if he went nine innings pitched, I think he still would be sent down because it's just the way they're doing this rotation. So, I mean, even I was listening to John and Susan, and they were, John asked Susan, hey, do you think Debbie's going to get another start? And Susan goes, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what they're doing this year. So it's just what they're doing, this six-man, whatever the fuck it is, rotation. And we knew he was going to get sent down. I personally, since it was that situation, we are not. We don't know when the next time we're going to see a, a Debbie start is. I think we will, and I think it will be relatively soon. I think it will be in that six-man spot. I would rather have a Debbie day than a fucking bullpen day. 
10 times out of 10, it's just stupid that we're doing that when we have Devi. And, you know, just I personally wanted to see him get that third time through the order, see what he's made of. Can he do it? I mean, he's a starter by trade, so don't play him just four innings. Like, I don't know. We really have something in this kid. I, I like him. Or if we don't have something in this kid, find out. At least put him out there enough to find out if we have a, a, a true guy in this rotation. He's a similar – like what, the, the way I think about him is very similar to that of Clint. I want to see what you got as a regular player mainstay on this team. Maybe you don't deserve to be mainstay yet, but let's see if you are. You know, Let's, let's play you enough. You, there's not that many good guys ahead of you that are really like keeping you down. I feel like right now between him and Domingo, I'd rather have Domingo. For the record, I never said he should be pulled. I Damon um, did. He said firm disagree. I'd love to argue about this. No, no, no. I, I don't think he should. I'm, I'm getting ready to argue. Let's get I'm ready to like, rumble right now. Well, like, what do you lose in key? It's the same thing as everything. What do you lose by it? Like, it's not like the starting rotation's been lights out. What do you lose by taking him after 65 pitches and four or two runs and four innings? Like nothing. He he can go deeper than that. I'm with you. Let him face it the third time if he gets rocked. He gets rocked. He's given up some hard contact. So, I, I mean, I get it from a managerial standpoint, but we're not hitting. We're not doing anything else right. Like, I mean, let let him go at this point. You're also, like, playing the I'm Orioles. Going- so, in a, in, a, in a regular world, he should be able to do this and get some run support. So, that's a lot not on him. He gave up two no. runs. A game against the Orioles with two runs, he should be still in that game going 90 pitches because he's got a young arm and he can do it. So... I mean, I don't know why you're getting pulled 65 pitches against the Orioles of all fucking teams, too. So I would love to hear what your hard disagree is on this, Damon. Because, because we were, I, unless you were watching a different player in a different scenario, I don't know no. what the fuck you're talking about. It, you're you're saying we were playing the Orioles and all this stuff, and like let's try some things out. But like, no, it's not trying a thing out. Yes, you, that's what you said. You said let's you just have see, two runs. Let's, why let's pull? See, Tell you me said, about a pull. See, you said let's see what he can do. Let's just go throw him out there and see what we can do. That's basically saying let's just try some shit out. Because and, he's got the stuff. Right, but you're but like I, I don't like we're saying that, oh, it's the Orioles, you know, we're just throw them out there, let's see what happens. That's like, not at all what I'm saying. I'm saying we lost, that was an add on. We, we that was game. an add on. That was an add on. Like, I said, we, and it's against the Orioles, so in a perfect world he should be getting run support. Right. That's the only, world, that was that wasn't sure. a part of my argument though. Right. So don't right, use that against me. But right now we are trying to win a baseball games. And this is not a trial and error situation. Like we are, we're trying to win a baseball game. It was still a close game at that moment. And we should have done everything in our power to make the right decisions to win that game. Yeah. Like that guy. What? <laughs> like he's actually been pretty fucking good up to that point. So I'm not saying he should have been the first one on a bullpen, but I think he has been okay. But the thing is, is that yes, Devi only let up two runs, but in that last inning or whatever, he was getting fucking like those shots were hard hit balls into the outfield every single one. You could tell he was getting tired. You could tell he was getting fucking rocked. Not not actual hits, but the balls were flying off the bat. And it was just setting up a situation for the inning to just get completely out of hand. And that mixed in with them going through the third time around the lineup, seeing him from a third time, it was just a recipe for disaster. And I truly believe if he, if he stayed in the game, 
they would have put up at like they would have put up at least three more runs. I, I really I really do believe that. He just did not again, he looked he had the stuff before that, but during that inning, they were just really just hitting the fuck out of the ball. So I don't I don't hate what you're saying. I mean, honestly, I get where you're coming from, but my thinking is like if you're gonna go to Licky and stuff like that, and that's a whole other issue that I kinda wanna bring up anyway, is why I mean it's obviously it's not gonna happen now because you got option, but <clears throat> why are Licky and Nelson your two go to guys every fucking game? It's, Regardless it's, of the score. I'm on your side, damn it. Don't get not all about sassy that. me. I'm Don't just get saying sassy. it's not I'm about that, though. I know, but I'm saying like we're still on the topic of Debbie Garcia. Like who who they're bringing in is not relevant to the decision to pull. Oh, it absolutely that's, is. Dude, I cannot believe you said that. That's so uh, how, true. They're one hundred percent correlated. If you because if so you're gonna correlated. pull, a, I mean, what? you have to have a good plan to pull somebody. You don't just pull somebody like yeah. I mean, Boone might, but in in theory, no, you don't I mean. just pull names out of a hat. Like exactly. there's a there's a strategy behind keeping people in and pulling them. For a guy that hasn't I mean, given up, like he's given up two runs, he's given up hard contact, but you didn't even let him start the next inning. See what he has. Like if you pull him in the middle of an inning when he's giving up hard contact and giving up hits, I get that. But you pulled him before the inning even started. That leads me to believe that they were going to do it anyway, regardless. He had, a, in my eyes, he had a firm pitch count or a firm inning count. They weren't going to let him go and see that third time through the order, regardless of how he was doing. I could have sworn they were doing that J Hap switcheroo thing, <laughs> whether it wasn't with, with whether it's with J Hap or somebody else. I know J Hap's a different team right now, but I got vibes of that. That you know, I guess they don't trust him enough to. I think that's it's less of the performance today on the field because he only gave up two runs again. But it's more of the like they don't uh, can Debbie not go long because they clearly don't have any faith in him to do anything remotely close to it. They have a backup plan. They had Litke probably was going to be in the pen. Who is J Hab Junior? By the way, so it just it's the same exact thing. He looks exactly like J Hab, so it might as well not. No, he just looks like J Hab. <laughs> I was going to so, say I don't know. He's a junior. I'm pretty sure he might be older than him. No, he might. Yeah, I don't know. This is the first year I've heard of Lewis, Lu- Lucas Lucas Look, he's older than Jay Hap. Uh, I don't know if he's older, Nobody's but they, older than Jay they gotta be close. Yeah, Jay Hap's fucking older than Jay Hap. Dude, he's got a gray beard now too. Like it's graying, and I just hate him even more. So, so let me ask you a question. Let me Damon. answer you a question. No, because oh, okay. you're kind of on my side. Because Damon is just—I uh, don't know. Me, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with you today. But would you rather have Devi or Domingo? Um, I mean, assuming a five man rotation, like it says you're up for the fifth man spot. They're probably going to do the six man bullshit, but Debbie or Domingo gun to your head. Three, two, one, go. Debbie. Okay. So we're done here. I think what? Chandler, are you on the same page there? With Debbie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was the Wait, last start? Is my, is my decision based on who I want to see the rest of the season or? Like the next start that's going to totally happen. Play, to the rest of the play, playoff start, start tomorrow. Playoff start tomorrow. You have to pick your five man. Ro- Let's assume you have to have a five man rotation of playoffs. It's meaningful games. You have to pick. I'm picking Devi. I take Mingo. Why? Uh, the track he's record there. He's done that. No, he hasn't. He's been, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. He carried a fucking team, the next man up team, for four months. Yeah, but he also had a Yankee offense behind him. 
It's true. Yeah, that's he true. Led but in, you... He led the league in wins, but like, did do, do wins matter? No, he got the most run support in the league. His win loss Stop. percentage, you guys, baseball reference, his win loss percentage was the best in the league, but that's not at large due to him. He still had a four dot zero three RA. Yeah, I feel like yo young, a young guy like Devi who's trying to make a name for himself and and pitching. When he has run support, he's going to be pitching a thousand percent better, and that's on the offense to make up for that and help him just gain that confidence going out there. Because I feel like when he's going out there, he's trying to like make up for stuff, not not maintain a lead. He's trying to just like go out there and like, there's no real like. Let's just let, let's just let's just try and not make this worse. <laughs> like there's there's no real support backing him. So how it's just so hard to push in situations like that. Yeah. I, I I personally don't even just like Domingo. So I, if, if we can get a, a nice, yeah, I'm, I'm not saying I want to go have there. a beer with him. I'm just saying. I don't know. I think Debbie is primed for a nice spot right now. I mean, dude, his stuff looks good. He was hitting 95. I don't know if he had 96, but I saw 95. 95's good. He's probably got a sneaky fast. I haven't looked at the RPMs, but he's probably <laughs> got that that heavy ball that Damon likes to talk about. And Big heavy ball. I mean, he had, he's got some life on his on his fastball. He's got some movement. I'm a big Debbie guy, and I would like to see him in there going forward. Obviously, we didn't get our wish because he got sent down already. But you know, I would absolutely love to have him there. Let me let me just clarify that too. I'm not like advocating for him to be sent down. I mean, in a oh, perfect yeah. world, no, I mean, absolutely not. No, I think he's been. I, I he didn't do anything wrong. He didn't do anything today to lose his spot. I mean, <laughs> well, <laughs> he did. <laughs> no, he didn't. He no, was I getting know. sent I down. Getting sent down doesn't mean anything. It's just funny that that's what they're doing. I don't. I don't get it. Chandler, do you get the options thing? I tried to ask Damon. I think he got the wrong answer, though. Like, uh, doesn't, doesn't somebody have a certain amount of options and then they're out of options? Like, Seth is out of options, so he either is on the team or he's not on the team. This is one of the things in baseball that I don't really get the most. I think so it has to do with service time, not necessarily like the amount of times being sent up and down. Yeah, I was I was reading it on the MLB like website, and it was saying yeah. that. Yeah, it was the actual rule book, and I could be wrong, misunderstanding it, but you have a certain amount of years that you're you are eligible to be optioned, and you can be optioned as many times as as you want, or they they allow during that three year time frame. I think it is, but an option is only considered an option if. You are you play a certain amount of games in the minor leagues. So let's say he's optioned, and then six days later he gets brought back up. It essentially doesn't count because he didn't spend enough time in the minor leagues. I could be wrong, but that's how I that's how I interpreted it. Let's let a listener tell us the answer to that. If you're listening to this and you know the answer to that, we'd love to hear it because we don't please fact check us. We don't know everything and. That's something that's been actually bothering me recently. So DM us. Uh, I, trust like I'm five. You, I trust you more than Damon. Explain, so, explain to me like I'm five. Explain to me like I'm five. Um, just not really Yankees related, but I wanted to ask you guys what you thought about this. So uh, recently the Mad Bum, no hitter through seven. What do you guys think about that? Count it. It was, it was oh, a seven inning no, double there's... header. So he had a no hitter through the full game of seven. So 
I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that because that's kind of fucked up if you're mad bum. But you also go into that game knowing that you're not going to get a no-hitter because it is only seven. It's just weird because they were talking about that and they were also talking about other situations that don't count as a no-hitter. Like, I think Pedro in the playoffs, he went 10 innings, perfect game, but he ended up losing. the. He went nine innings, perfect game or something, or nine innings, no-hit, and then he went to the 10th and also pitched in the 10th but lost in the 10th and he lost it and it doesn't count. I heard a guy. You also need to get the win to get a no hitter. So if you get not that specific scenario, but if you have, you know, nine innings, no hit baseball, but you walked four runs in and there's an error or something that gets the run in, that doesn't count as a no hitter either. I heard a guy on the MLB network talking about it today. And I, that's kind of what tipped me because I was, I was on the fence too, but he was like, sorry, my girlfriend's cat is screaming at me. (laughs) But, um, so no, he was talking about, he's like, yeah, if you pitch, seven innings right now during the COVID rules or whatever, it's considered a complete game. So he's like, so why, why, if it's considered a pl- complete game is, it not no hitter. He said, you might be able to put an asterisk by it, but technically it's still a no hitter. And I agree. I agree with that. So I don't know if I'd put it in the record books though. That's, that's would, the I mean, whole, that's the whole reason why you don't count it or you do count it is because it's either record book or not. And I don't, I don't know if I would quite put it in the record books, obviously, because it isn't, it would, then that's kind of a stain at the people who did go nine, you know, who, who knows what happens. It all, all, everybody can, not everybody, but the numbers of people that have gotten a no hitter through seven versus nine are way, way, way fucking different. And the percentage of people who make it seven and continue to make it to nine are probably very, very low. So that's why you definitely can't count it in my mind. It just sucks if you're mad bum. But again, you kind of knew that going in. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just bringing that up because we're going to see a lot of, um, to bring it back to the Yankees, we're going to see a lot of double headers probably this season, you know. And we sure as shit won't have to worry about that. For yeah, us. none of our none of the Yankee <laughs> starters go seven anyway. But I'm just saying, if, if Cole goes seven, that Cole is the only one who could actually go seven and throw a no hit baseball. So if he throws a no hitter through seven, I'm going to be pretty pissed. But again, I, I I get it. It definitely shouldn't count. You have me on record saying it right now. It definitely shouldn't count. But I'm going to say it'll count that day. It'll 100% count on Twitter that day. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to discredit anything. I think seven innings no hit is still fucking awesome. No one Especially, said it's not. We're talking about record uh, books. No, yeah. Um, record books, eh, I don't know. What? Because, like, in my, in my opinion, it almost discredits the no hitters that went a full nine. That's what I'm saying, yeah. It's a slap in the face, like oh, he gets to get in the fucking get in the hall of fame. Yeah, no, he doesn't get in the hall of fame. He doesn't get his jersey in the hall of fame because he threw a no. It's like you know, you know, it's like what everybody throws a no hitter, they get their jersey in there. I definitely not right. It's a lot of yeah. I don't think so. Well, a Musgrove just did though. Yeah, he he just got something in the hall of fame for his no hitter. I don't know what it was, but he got something in there. It's a lot of. I think I think it was a ball. It might have been a ball. I think it was because he was also. I don't. I could be wrong. I think it was also because he was from Sandy. I don't. That know. That has nothing to do with it. I don't no, know. It's like a, that's a huge a cool like, thing, story. But that's like, not like, oh, getting he him in the Hall of Fame. Well, it was also the Padres' first ever no hitter. I might be at. Baseball no, Hall think... of Fame is in New York. What is that? There's 307 no hitters. So I don't know if there's 307 jerseys in the. Hall I think of I think it's a baseball. Unless they're in a warehouse, it's probably I, a baseball. It's either a baseball or it's the first of a team no hitter. No, that, it's, it's got to be something, sense. but it's not just every first of the team because that'd be ridiculous. And there'd just be 30. 
Yeah. I don't know. Something it, interesting. It's kind of like it's kind of like if like the batting title went to someone who didn't have enough at bats as another person. Yeah. I mean, it's like giving DJ the batting title last year. Do you count it as a real batting title? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That would have been been the same thing. I mean, it's a COVID. I said that already. I said I'm biased. Well, people have hit 460 games. Like, no, it obviously doesn't count. But okay, I was just saying it's 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 the same thing. It's me being biased. If Garrett Cole throws a no hitter through seven, it counts, but it doesn't count today. On Twitter that day, I'll tweet that it counts, but it's definitely definitely does not count for Mad Bum. If Matt Bum ended up becoming a Yankee when we were looking for him and he didn't want to be his, his alter ego, you know, what does he do? He does the the, the lasso and the, he does the bull wrestling or something like that. Did you know that he has the alter ego? I know we talked about that before. His name's Mason Saunders. That's his, he has an <laughs> alias and he, yeah. he, he fights bulls. Yeah. I remember, it was like I'm not last kidding year. about that. That's a serious I thing. I, know. I remember finding that out last year. year. Look up Mason Saunders. It's uh, he looks shockingly similar to to Madison Bumgarner, and it, it, that's because it's actually Madison Bumgarner. But uh, yeah, it's very funny. I wanted to talk about something else before we called this one night. I mean, it's just you know, to me, I said it at the beginning of the show, it's just one step forward, two steps back. Yeah, see, it's Mad Bum. He's Mason Saunders. I wasn't lying. So for those of you listening, if you want to catch a Mason Saunders game, you can. Find him on ESPN at the Ocho or something like that. But, <laughs> uh, I, I just really am—I'm starting to get headaches from this team. I, we're up late tonight. If you're watching us live on YouTube or Twitter, appreciate you, and I'm sure you're just as pissed as we are because this team is giving me so many headaches. And I really thought—and I—and I don't think that we're done. And I—it definitely hurt today. But again, I told you guys the stretch of games going forward, and I did predict, as I do with a lot of things, I guess I might be you know, a prophet or something, but I did say in this stretch of games, if we go 7-2 and two, and then we do that going into the Astros series, that's all we need in my mind because then we're 7-2 and two in, and honestly it would be 8-2 and two in the last 10. We've already lost only – we've lost two. <laughs> so we need to win out to hit my prediction, but – even if we go six and three, that's still fine going to the Astros series. And then if you get a big series win against the Astros, you're back. That is the I said it last time. Mark your calendars. Yankees are back that day. I tweeted it a bunch of times that oh we're back. We weren't back yet. It looked awesome. Stan hitting the two home runs, and everybody seemed like they had life. And that's why I said that they looked like they were back because they looked like they wanted to be there, which is not something that we've seen for the past couple games, which is annoying. But again, we have. Three more against the Orioles. Three. Glaber's bound to figure it out because he loves hitting against the Orioles. Gary also loves hitting against the Orioles. Everybody loves hitting against the Orioles. Against Matt Harvey, maybe not so much because he turned back the clocks for the first time since 20-fucking-12. But, you know, tomorrow, unless it's John Means, is John Means tomorrow? Uh, what what are the know. matchups going Check. forward? But. While you're, t- while you're looking that up, it's just this guy isn't falling after one loss against the Orioles. We got three more, and then we got three more against the Tigers, and then you got the Astros series. And that is, that is, it's, I'm almost like ending the season there or saying that the season starts then. Like that's yeah. when I see the season starts, and we're in like nine and 12. We're so fine. It's, it's, I, I'm overly optimistic even after such a bad game tonight. So, so Kluber's pitching tomorrow. 
against uh, Zimmerman, Bruce Zimmerman. Bruce Zimmerman? Yeah. You don't know Bruce Zimmerman? I know. I thought I thought he was going to say Jordan Zimmerman, that pitcher from the uh, Nationals. The I thought he was still no. Tigers too, probably. Listen, here. here's why I I am. And then who we got? I don't know. Uh, as far as my prediction goes. Um, <laughs> here, here. Another cold day, right? Here, here's why I'm I'm a little more optimistic than I think a lot of people are. I, it's because the beginning of the season and watching these guys play, it it was really really bad baseball. It it wasn't just you know, um, it, it was just guys striking out every single fucking every single at bat, people striking out and getting out. But now I feel like at, at least the bats are putting together were at least making contact and hitting the ball hard and stuff. It fit well with what you were saying. We went no. through the bad time and then other good. No, I can't even talk. Whatever. <laughs> what? Continue what you were saying. I can't talk with loud noises in my ear. I can't even think anymore. So I guess everyone's going to be. Sarah, what do you think? You optimistic out of 10? About this, sorry, I was dealing with the screaming cat. What were you saying? Yeah, about this team. Out of 10? Out of 10. Hmm. Like a six? I just I mean, don't. Like for the rest of the season, though. You're just, yeah, you're just six. Got, you're in a bad mood because no, you had some bad dominoes I'm not, today. I'm not even, like, yeah, the dominoes was fucking horrible, and that was just a cherry on top. I ordered it in the first inning, got it, and the bottom of the ninth or the top of the ninth, but either way, there's just so many red flags. Like even if we, which I believe, I fully believe they'll figure it out and at least make a playoff spot. But like, like I've been saying, there's been nothing so far that's shown me anything different than what we've seen in years past. That's why it's at a six come in and give me anything else that shows me you can, do something other than home run or bust. And I know there's stats that back like the teams that hit the most home runs win in the playoffs and stuff like that. But clearly we, we don't do it in the playoffs and it hasn't worked yet. So why? I don't know. That's why mine's low and it might be a negative. And you know, my one fan out there that thinks I know everything about everything and want everyone to know it. Um, will probably agree, but you know, I don't know. I, I just don't, I haven't seen anything yet that that shows me different. If anything, I've seen worse of that. So, Damon, out of ten, how you feeling? I'm out of seven. Um, See that? Fuck you, Chandler. I, you know, <laughs> I, I do, I do really still think it's it's a very, very, very long season. Things get turned around really quickly, and like I was trying to say before. Um, I we're, we're seeing some sort of progression in the right way. It's not, you know, baseball is a sport where you can't just you know turn around and the whole team just starts doing better. Like it, it is a pro- it is a process to a point, and you know you never know the got the people you know the sorry the the teams in our division they could all go on slumps in the middle of the year towards the end of the year. Like stranger things have happened. There's 162 games in a season. And 
from what I've been seeing, even though we're not scoring all the runs, we've at least went from scoring zero runs and striking out every at bat to actually putting the ball in play, hitting the ball hard, putting some runs up, and some guys in the lineup have actually been producing. So, in my opinion, I feel like people are starting to turn around. Aaron Boone got ejected today. So I think tomorrow is an absolute lock and we're just going to keep going from there. And then we're going to the Astros and then fucking kick their ass. I don't know about you guys, but this, his ejection, I loved it, but this, his ejection feel a little bit diluted because it's against the Orioles. And like, if you feel like, Oh, you had to get ejected here. Like it wasn't a fire you up to get past, you know, the Dodgers kind of ejection. It was like a almost, Ugh, you're about to get, you're about to lose to the Orioles. So, well, he, here's let's the thing, though. At the end, I, I feel like it wasn't the same as what I was asking for against like the Rays or something. No, to me that that that's just frustrations of yeah. however many games we are, twenty whatever, just have boiled over, just being fucking mad because you've played like dog shit for twenty out of the twenty four. I don't think that's a rallying moment. That's a that's yeah, a kind I don't of think just going to do us because so at the end of the day. That play, the call by the umpires doesn't make a fucking difference. Why is Judge thrown out of third in the first place? That it should never come down to that. It should never come down to that in Major League Baseball. What does you getting to third do at all there? Why risk it? I mean, it should never come down to that play in the first place. I think that was just frustration boiling over rather than a rallying cry. That's just me. And I'm not even like I said, I'm not trying to be negative. I don't I'm not a like total pessimist. I think this team has plenty of potential. I think they'll win plenty of games. I just think for playoff reasons, it's the exact same team we've seen since 2018. So why, why that's why my optimism score is low. But as far yeah. as the team itself goes, I think they'll win games. Yeah, that makes sense. But also, like, if we're talking about playoffs now, like, we can just chalk it up. Because if we if we took our team right now and tried to beat the Dodgers or the Padres or uh, other team like we're gonna get fucking smoked like th- those teams are on another level right now like i don't even want to talk about that i, I just want to focus on what we're doing right now and if we can get to a point where we are able to play in the playoffs with some of these teams then we'll figure out the fuck out then but right right now know, we though. just need to fucking win i know i know you say we're gonna get smoked and i do think that obviously you know they're playing way better than we are but i feel like we need to play a good team i feel like we need to play a good team so that we get a wake up call. Like if we that's why I'm calling for this Astro series because I would love to play against them because I want to see them match up and like look across the diamond and see a real team, not the Orioles, not the Blue Jays as good as they've or as much as much improved as they've been, not the Rays who are, you know, a poverty team that that figure it out, but like when you're stacked up, you're a superstar team on paper and you're stacked up against another superstar team like the Dodgers who actually are producing or the Padres or the Braves. And, you know, that was the one that I'll, I'll throw out there, but even Acuna wasn't even there. So it's just, I feel like this team needs to be, you know, maybe they do need to get their fucking asses kicked because a lot of these games haven't been like, you know, wow, we're getting fucked up, you know, like maybe they do need one game to be like, wow, we're not, this is a team that we're going to have to go through to win the world series or win a playoff game. And I want to see them go after a team like that. Like, if we play the Dodgers, Padres, you know, Astros, who else? Well, just any of these good teams that I want to see. I just want to see those things. Maybe it takes a 
you know, a Mets Subway series. And that's not going to happen until July or something like that. But I don't know that will, you know, sometimes when you go up and you play up to your competition, you play down to your competition. So as bad as we're playing now, I don't think that it's necessarily a, a guarantee that we go against a team like that and just flat out lose every game. I think maybe it could be the better thing that happens, to be honest. Yeah, I, I would say that the biggest, and I agree with that. I think that the biggest difference that I see between a team like the Padres and us right now is that take a look, take a look at the game the other night versus the Dodgers when the Padres were, were playing them. And at this point in time right now, down 7-1 or whatever it was, I I see the Yankees giving up right there. And that's the biggest difference with, between the teams right now. It's not it's not talent. It's not the skill level of all the players. It's wanting to be there and and not quitting and not being down. Like dot the, the Padres came back, I think it was seven one, right? And they came back and won eight seven. Like that is fucking unreal. That is so much fun. That is a team that has a fire under their ass. That is a team that is playing their heart out. That's a team that's playing playoff baseball in april right now and that is what i want to see and but that is what i don't think they will be they'll they'll do who do we have on our team that who do we have on our team that even shows that kind of emotion though that's what i'm saying like nobody you have have tatis out there just mocking bauer which i thought was fucking hilarious with the hand over the face i love it Everything like that, and even even Bowers, like, yeah, I don't give a shit. Like, that's that's what it is. I would do the same thing. Who on our team would do that? Like, nobody, nobody care. Like, I'm not gonna say they don't care enough, but nobody's animated enough. Nobody's into it like. Not that. many people are though. So, I mean, you did say in our group chat, like, where do we get one of those? And I would like to get one of those. The one of those Tatises. But... Yeah. Well, I know. Well, I know they're look not at the just... teams, but look at the teams that are like the World Series caliber caliber teams. They all have players like that. Tatis on the the Padres. Fucking, let's just take Mookie, for example, on the Dodgers. Acuna, Braves. Like, all these guys have fire, and all these guys make the team so much fun to watch, and they elevate the entire team with energy. It's not even the rounding the bases, like showing the shit up. Like, it's the diving plays, the diving up and just beating your chest like normal, just being hyped. One, if somebody dives on our team, what Clint did the other day, but other than that, like, our superstar, Judge, pulls up on any ball that's even halfway. Yeah, Mookie out there willing to run his teeth into the concrete, and then he'll stand up with one tooth left and beating on his chest. Nobody on our team does that, like, on an April game. I mean, listen, I'm not I'm not asking for everybody to be tagging up on a fly ball shortstop like Acuna is doing. Like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not asking for everybody to do that. I'm just I feel like there needs to be some like just some more fire that we can as a team get behind. You know, like the the Tatis doing the eye thing, the, the Tatis, you know, just kind of getting the entire energy up. Mookie, Acuna, like all these guys. They bring the entire team up and their whole energy level up, and they make it more fun to watch, and they make the team just elevated that much more. And I feel like everybody in the Yankees is right here, and they're all just at the same level. And there's nobody who's willing to just kind of go that extra notch to in energy and and leadership to kind of bring the entire team up. We're all just really okay being right here. It looks like a job. It looks like a job for us where it looks like an actual game to them. It's what it should be. It looks like it should be a game. 
Uh, when you watch the Yankees play, it's straight face. Like, uh, it's like me at my desk all day. Like, yeah, it's cool. Like, cool things can happen here, but I'm still just going to be straight face working the entire day. Like, I'm not excited like <laughs> that the Padres are doing. I'm just no, saying it looks no, like it work. Is, it looks like work to them. It's, it's starting to become a work to watch this team. It's, it was fun over the weekend and Monday hit and it's, you know, nine to five. <laughs> feels like a job again so weekend maybe it's the weekend games that are the fun ones and the the weekday games are the ones that are shit so i guess we'll find out tomorrow but another fun little thing before we hop out of here the stadiums are up to 33 percent now that's pretty cool i know i've been to a few games already this season chandler's about to come into town but 33 percent's cool and it's definitely a step in the right direction to hopefully you know one thing at a time you know let's make the playoffs first but i was gonna say a full stadium in october could be cool i'm not gonna count my chickens before they hatch but that this is a step in the right direction and uh knowing the yankees we take one step back after this so you know who knows but that'll do it for me you guys had anything you guys want to talk about before we hop out of here chandler i know you said you were rationally angry that judge turned 29 today why is that i don't i don't know i don't even have that's irrational <laughs> i just irrational. thought it, i knew he was old not that's not even old like, I, but, I don't know old. So all i'm saying is that fly ball 27 year old judge hits that out I mean, twenty-seven-year-old Aaron Judge was in his probably on MVP the IL. No, yeah, I think twenty-seven-year-old <laughs> Judge was in the IL. Twenty-six-year-old Judge was MVP of the league. No, like I said, it's irrational. It's dumb. I just it kind of made me sad because he's not a free agent for what two more years. By the time he hits free agency, he's gonna be thirty-two, and he ain't gonna get paid much. Like you're gonna look at no. one of the, some of the contracts and some of the the lifelong money made in the MLB. Like yeah, he probably has a bunch of endorsements with Pepsi and Jersey Mike's and all that stuff, but he's not gonna his contract in general. He's not gonna he's gonna be one of the lower paid players throughout. You know, yeah. not lower paid, but for a superstar player, he's not gonna get much money. Throughout his career, you look at some he of the can. other guys who are going to get, you know, these ten-year contracts. He's not getting a ten-year contract. He's probably going to get like a oh. three or four-year contract. And who knows if it's? I mean, if he stays healthy this year, I think they they work something out. But it, I don't not not a long deal or anything like that. But I feel like if he gets hurt this year, we ain't seeing Aaron an, Aaron, an extension for Aaron Judge. I don't think I think if he gets hurt this year that it's not even a lock that he's in pinstripes the rest of his career. That's actually that's something we didn't bring up. There was those uh it came out the article the other day that they were discussing a trade for him with the Angels. Wild. It was crazy. I mean I was light flirtations or whatever they were saying, but still yeah. kind of crazy. I think they said the lightest of flirtations. No? <laughs> was that the words? But I mean, listen, we were we were having not conversations here, but we had JJ on the podcast for the roll call for Judge, and they were he was talking about it. He wanted it to happen. We didn't want it to happen, but we could see why he wants it to happen because, you know, trade value now. He was 28 at the time, 29, only getting older, only getting more brittle. And it's, you know, hopefully that's not the stigma that stays with him. But at, at the time and right now, it kind of is. So not kind of, it is. And that's why we saw what his, you know, mindset was with the idea of trading for Aaron Judge. And it's kind of interesting to see that the Yankees actually, you know, when you when you think of a guy like Aaron Judge with the Judge's Chambers and all these other things, it's it seems like almost untouchable. And that's why when we heard JJ say he got so much backlash and everybody said, what are you talking about? You're crazy. Aaron Judge blocked him and all this stuff. But... It's just 
when you hear it actually happen, just kind of wild. Kind of wild that the Yankees had preliminary talks in the lightest of ways about one of their mainstay guys that they that has led the league in jersey sales for years and years and years. It's just a little bit wild. A little bit wild to me to hear that. I know it didn't mean anything, but it's still wild that they even re- remotely came close to talking about it. I actually listened to somebody, real quick, last thought. I listened to somebody talk about it on MLB Network the other day. They're like, yeah, the 2004 Red Sox, the World Series team, were kind of like the Yankees are now. He was talking about the Yankees. He's like, you know, they've kind of flirted around being good for a long time, but they could never cross the hump. What did they do to cross it? They traded one of their name brand guys. They traded Garcia Parra. He said he, that was his uh, thought process was, you know, hey, maybe the Yankees need to trade one of their household names and not even necessarily get a major superstar package in return, but you need to do something to shake it up. And I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, I think that ship sailed. I don't think that's going to happen, nor do I think they uh, would. I don't know. I don't, I just, it's not happening. And I don't, I don't think I want it to happen. I love Aaron Judge. And I think we just have to deal with the injury stuff if it continues to happen. And whatever happens, happens. That's the way we're going to deal with it. And, you know, that's that. But I just thought that was also interesting that we that we saw that. Anywho, that'll do it from us. Today was a bad day. Hopefully tomorrow is a better one. And then we got a lot of fun, easy-ish, hopefully, games ahead. So let's go, Yankees. Let's... Uh, I hope I hope on Friday or Thursday when we talk to you guys we have some fun. That's that's all I want. Let's do that baseball. All the guys at 161st Street, I just have two words. Coffee sweet like soda with the waves. Waking up at the coma, girl, you got me. Acting like a What'd you do with? My mind is like a gutter, but you keep on moving through it. I'm a grown ass bitch. Ain't nothing to it. I've been handling myself, but boy, you might have beat me to it. And uh, damn, I love this part. Had to go and jumpstart my heart. And damn, I love this part. Now, here we go again. Here we go again. Damn, I love this part. Had to go and jumpstart my Like soda with the way you, 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 you